What's up, travelers? You have found the podcast that is here to explore the world. We are five travel experts hooked on our trade and ready to share our tales from around the world. You're listening to the Where We Roam podcast. Without further ado, let's roam. Hello, roamers, and welcome to this week's episode of the Where We Roam podcast. Once again, we are missing Dana, and that is only because she is on Icon of the Seas for the first and actual inaugural sailing, not a preview sailing like that's we a all long, did. That's a long cruise. Yeah, I know. This is longer is than be, ours was. These are going to drop like weeks apart. So she'll be back, <laughs> and we'll be prepping our you know full review of Icon of the Seas by the time you hear this. You may have actually already heard the full review of Icon, but we want to get this fresh because... Right before our preview sailing of Icon, she was on the Disney Wish. And out of the four of us that are here today, she's the only one so far that's been on Wish. We've all done DCL, but only Corinne has done the Wish. So first of all, Corinne, how was your trip? It was wonderful. <laughs> so this Jeez. this was my family vacation. And um, if you've been listening before, I do have two kids. They're on the younger side. My daughter is six and my son is three. And we absolutely loved it. I personally had only been on the Disney Magic um, out of Galveston. I oh, went wow. To you went, so you went I really OG did. I, went, I, I skipped the whole like middle class of dream and fantasy. And I went right from Magic all the way up to wow. Wish. And okay. I... I just loved it. Um, I am actually curious to get on Dream and Fantasy and to kind of fill in that that middle gap there between the two mm-hmm. uh, kind of classes that they have. But yeah, we we really, really enjoyed it. It was a four-night sailing. It was out of Port Canaveral. Um, so easy access to Disney World right afterwards if you listen to that podcast. But this was all in one trip and, uh, it, and it was great. So like I said, four-night sailing. Um, we stopped in Nassau and then Castaway Key. And that was my first time at Castaway Key too. So um, like I said, I am a Texas girl. So a lot of the sailings that I've done have been the Western Caribbean. I've been to Cozumel too many times. So I was excited to get mm-hmm. over to the Bahamas. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what is it like when you first get on the ship? Do they welcome you in a certain way? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. I loved this. And I love that. I think every Disney cruise ship does this where they have somebody who's standing at the door as you're walking in onto the ship for the first time. And they ask, how do you want to be announced? And they have a microphone and they (laughs) announce you to the whole ship. Welcome Trig family to the Disney wish and everybody, you know, they clap and stuff. But what I loved about Disney wish, this was different than the magic. Uh, I mean, you enter in the grand hall, which is, it is the grand hall. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. This stage, the chandelier, the staircase, the pillars, very ornate with that. It's so pretty. It's yeah. so pretty and big. It earned the name Grand Hall. So anyways, they actually passed out like little wishing wands to all the kids. That's and cute. I so, had watched that fun. on some some vlogs, but they were I thought that was only going to be for the inaugural sailings and stuff, but no, they it's still happening. So those turned into swords, you know, later on <laughs> in the cruise for both of my kids. But they gave each kid a wishing wand and then sometimes the fairy godmother comes out on stage or sometimes it's just another cast member who's dressed in character and stuff and they do this little wish, you know, they tribute to the wish and um and every Everybody says wishes do come true and all the <laughs> like the pillars light up. It's just so beautiful. I'm and so Cinderella cheesy. I just got chills when you said top. that. 
up. Yeah, I know. It was. Know. Uh, you're you know. so. Funny. I'm sitting here thinking like cheese ball. And, oh, totally. And, yeah, and you're, like, ooh, chills. Yes, ooh, chills. All <laughs> of the, the happy tears and and things like that were were already flowing. But like, my daughter was like waving to Cinderella as soon as we, because Cinderella's way at the top, like deck five, you know, and you're on deck three, and you can see her up there waving at the top of Grand Hall. It's just, it's beautiful. That's so fun. It is fun. What? Is, so, what did your kids? What did your kids think? Was this their first sailing with DCL? This was their first Disney cruise. They This was their second cruise overall. We had done a Royal Caribbean sailing back in September This as kind of their like little training cruise. Yeah. And right. then uh, to kind of prepare for this so that they knew, like they understood what a cruise was and they yeah. loved it. Yeah. Was that, what was their initial reaction? Like walking on board, seeing the ship for the first time, like talk us through that a little bit. In your, I, in your kids' eyes, right? In my kids' eyes, it, especially my daughter, because I mean, she is a six-year-old. She's into everything princess related, and this was right up her alley. I showed them video footage just the other day. Just you know, we were reminiscing over our trip, and <laughs> she was just like glowing, like, "Oh, I remember that." She loved just waving at Cinderella. She's in that that mindset where like this is real. Now, my mm-hmm. son, he's three. He don't know what the heck's going on most of the time. He's just happy <laughs> to be there, you know, and and he was excited. <laughs> to have a sword star wishing wand and and all that but they they were excited they understood what a cruise was and mm-hmm. all the ice cream that they were about to get and all of that <laughs> so they were they were very the important excited. things right. the important now, things ice now cream. I, have, I have a question you have young kids right so yes. i want to know and i we may be just jumping way too far ahead i know we'll cover all the kids clubs and all that sure but i want to get this out of the way which one did they like more a royal caribbean sailing or did they like the disney wish sailing better because these were these were semi back to back like not much of a difference in right, time, yeah. like right? a couple months apart a couple months yeah. apart i think if i were to ask them they would say disney for the kids club i'm not gonna lie okay. I, I was on voyager of the seas and for royal caribbean and their kids club was two thumbs down it, that it is was an not older good. ship and an older yeah kids it just club, didn't have sure. a lot and it was not it was not enticing for them to go right. so i think they they very much enjoyed the you know well, disney, the, the, the disney, disney, disney prides cruise. itself prides itself on those kids clubs yeah. right yeah. exactly exactly and this Which, is another reason to make sure you make an educated dis, um choice for your kids if you're doing mm-hmm. a non-disney cruise to you know we experiment we try things out and every family is different but it's really important it's like figure out what your kids are looking for and then maybe find the right ship you know that's a hard thing because for you guys it was because you guys did the voyager because it was close right yes is that right Mm -hmm. yeah but they've i think they've moved is the voyager still there um, I believe it's still there. It's supposed to be moving though. Because the Mariner's Mar- coming in, Mariner's right? Mariner's coming. Mariner's yeah. going to be a much better ship than yeah, Voyager for sure. Yeah. And what Disney? Why I say Disney prides themselves on that those kids clubs? It's truly to make it so that this is a, a full family experience. So mm-hmm. during the day, during some some decent hours during the day, the kids can go there, and then the adults can have that adult experience, that adult exactly. time. It's not like the whole ship is overrun by kids. And when you get onto a DCL sailing, you are immersed fully in that kids side of everywhere. it. Right. Those, those kids go away during the day for a bit. It's well, kind of, kind of, well, I mean, but the adults I'm just go away when the kids are at the kids club to be fair. Yes. Yeah. Like I guess that's, that is correct. That's the way I to, think to say it. Disney cruise line really sets the standard for adults only spaces. 
mm-hmm. with um, the Quiet Cove, right? Quiet Cove pool. Mm-hmm. And then I know that's at so the adults back Adults only of, dining. Yeah. Adults only dining. It's, uh, is that Satellite Falls on Dream, on the and, dream and the Fantasy? Satellite yeah. Falls on the, on the rooftop, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Where the older royal ships don't particularly have expansive adults only spaces. Besides, like the nightclub and maybe like a like a sun deck or solarium, but I feel like the newer ships we just got off the icon, and the whole back, you know, top section of that ship is adults only in the high. It's expansive. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like they're learning and taking a note from Disney on getting really large adults only spaces. So, and I will say we didn't even really experience any of the adults only areas while we were on board. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, it's a four night sailing. The first day is like, I don't want to just, I mean, we dropped our kids off for a little bit at the kids club just so that they could go and see it. But I mean, there's not a lot of time. Like on Mm -hmm. our first day, we were at port and then second day we were at port. And then our last day was our, that was our, you know, day at sea. Right. There's just not enough time to do everything in four nights. I've that's, and that's another, that's another podcast episode of what is the correct amount of time to be on a, a ship mm-hmm. three and four is really tricky it's okay. great if for you, a weekend getaway ports, right i i've done i mean the the disney magic sailing that i did only had one port to wonderful old progresso mexico but <laughs> i mean you had more time on the ship you know yeah. you yeah. only were in port for one day and it, it allowed more time on the ship i i didn't feel like four nights was long enough with two Ports of call. No, because mm-hmm. four nights, you literally have one day on board, one sea day, and that's one it. One full day, and and then that's it. They kick you off. So Unless you decide to turn, you know, NASA into your second sea day. Yeah, and I don't know. Do we want to dive into that real quick? I can well, talk about... Yeah, let's talk about your ports of call while we're at it. Yeah. So we actually had no plans on our NASA day, and we were just going to get off and shop and maybe go to a local beach and then i kept seeing flyers everywhere of all the local you know tourist companies that were advertising to go swim with the pigs and i was like <laughs> Tanner, if we, i told my husband i was like if we if we get a good price here we are going we are doing this it's i love pigs they're something i i would wish i could own a pig um i absolutely would i love them so much so to swim with the pigs Oh, yeah. I just so we did it. So we, you know, he haggled and got a good price for all four of us. We went on was it life changing for you. I loved it, you guys. I wouldn't say <laughs> life changing, but man, I got some good pictures and some good, you know, experiences. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. They got big giant pigs, and then they tell you you have to hang your bags in a tree because pigs are going around and eating everybody's stuff. Like mm-hmm. I took a bottle of sunscreen from one of them, not my sunscreen, but somebody else's. It was eating a bottle of sunscreen. There's coconut. Kid friendly as well. Right? Kid friendly. My kids loved it. Oh, My kids loved yeah. it. Yeah, they they'll bring like the bigger pigs like out into the water, and they they gave you like a little cup of cut up you know fruit and cantaloupe and stuff. And Do they, they just float? You... I mean, what's what's going on? No, they're they walking. Automatic... They only go to well, I guess oh, they were. Okay. I don't know, but I wasn't. Yeah, th- they they didn't go out far enough to where okay. they were like swimming. Swimming. They so could swimming is a loose term. It's a loose term. <laughs> it's it's playing the way a, in the, the water. Way a hippo swims. <laughs> <laughs> it's playing in the water with pigs, but it was so fun. But then right after that, they they took us, you know, the snorkeling for maybe 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And that was my daughter's first time snorkeling. She's so proud of herself of that being a first experience for her. So it was a it ended up being a really good day. And it was beautiful weather. 
Um, I will say our next day at Castaway was not as sunny. So it was a little, we got off the boat. We were like, oh no, this is a little cold here. So, um, but it was, it was still great. Mm-hmm. Bahamas in January can be really Better beautiful miss. and yeah. it can also be like dreary and kind of chilly. Yeah. So, yeah. But I will say this for those coming from up north where it's like 10 degrees, you know, a 70 degree day overcast at Castaway Key is mm-hmm. is a okay. Yeah. Us, us Texas folks, though, we're like, if it's not 90 degrees, I mean, you want that cold. hot, warm, like the sun beating down yes. on you. I know yes. heading to Mexico next week, and all I can think of is like, it better be warm and it better Listen. be sunny. Yeah. I'll bet it will be. Cause this morning it was like in the 30s when I took the kids to school. I was like, man. Yeah. So. All right. So Castaway, what did you think? What did your kids think of Castaway? Because this is their first time. It was great. I mean, uh, I mean, we we didn't do anything that cost anything extra. So we really kind of went in with the I mindset don't think you need like, to on Castaway. No, and, I don't think so and, either. Um, I mean, my kids can do some serious damage with a little bit of sand and a little bit of ocean water. Like they, right. they had, mm-hmm. we spent the whole day just camped out on the beach. They did see all these other kids that were playing with actual sand, you know, buckets and shovels and stuff. And they were like, mom, I need, I need like a shovel. And I was like, well, you know, you, you can use my cup from my drink that I just got. And then, and then, you know, five minutes later, mom, and mom, I want a cup. I need it. I was like, fine, I'll go get I'll go. another drink. Okay. <laughs> I'll go get another if, drink. <laughs> if I must. <laughs> if I must, if you insist. Your kids so, are yeah, driving they, you to drink, Corinne. They oh had, my a, gosh, they had a good, funny. you know, five or six cups that they got to play with at the end. That's fine. You know? They can I stack those. Was, Five it was six. it was useful, and then we threw them out at the end, and we didn't. Well, I did spend money on the drinks, but it was a twofer, you know. Now you're saying that Tanner was ready for you to get on the icon. I'm tracking that. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, did you go um, in the water much at all? Was it uh, cold? No, I did water? not. My kids, my kids were fine. I maybe went up to like my knees, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's cold. It's colder in January. You know, there's I think there's pros and cons to sailing in January. You get the weather. But um, cheaper pricing, typically cheaper pricing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And I will say that about when we were just on Icon, when we were at a perfect day, that water mm-hmm. at Hideaway Beach was chilly. Oh, I think and I did not go past our, our knees. knees. No. Yeah, I don't think no. anybody in our but group if did. If you're not really getting into the actual ocean, mm-hmm. the overall temperatures that day were phenomenal. Yeah, as it was the perfect the sun day. Is out, you feel yeah. good, right? Yeah. When well, yeah. the moment the sun goes behind clouds, wind picks up. And you get wet. It's like okay, I can see why people oh, find yeah. this chilly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, then so. getting on the the water slides later on that day or the following mm-hmm. day. Oh yeah, that was windy and a little overcast. At, like, after like like at sunset was when we decided to do yeah. over. It was overcast sunset and windy when we decided to do the water slides on Icon, mm-hmm. and that it was, was cold, cold, very cold. Well, back to to DCL. Back to the, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> let's talk about rotational dining because. I love Disney's rotational dining. In fact, Megan, will you explain rotational dining overall? And then I want to get your feedback, Corinne, on your experiences on the new rotational dining on The Wish because they all look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So rotational dining on Disney Cruise Line, there's typically three different restaurants. So you will rotate between those three each night. It's not something you choose in advance, typically, um, although you can make a request, it's not a guarantee. Uh, so I'd love to hear some of what Corinne thought. What, did you have a favorite out of your nights that you were there? Mm-hmm. And it actually surprised me because I was watching vlogs and things like that beforehand. And I had actually heard some negative things about World of Marvel. Uh, me too. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's 
you feel very close. The tables are close together. You know, the, you can actually see like the waiters and waitresses don't have a lot of room to actually move in between the tables. And I thought I was going to be overstimulated and felt too tight and close. And that ended up being my favorite restaurant out of, really? out of the three. Yeah. Okay, so okay. Let, let, let's go through and say what the three are and describe of like, course, yeah. what, what they yes. do. So we started at Arendelle's, which is all frozen theme. They have, I, I love the theming, just walking down the hallway to the restaurant is just so wonderful. You feel like you are in Arendelle, but there's a stage in the center of the restaurant and they will have, you know, musicians come out um, and they have Anna and Elsa, Kristoff and Olaf comes out. Do they sing? This. They do sing. Yeah. Are they actually um, singing or is it to Adina Menzel's track? They're okay. actually singing. I'm not going to lie. My daughter was not in, in nor I. We were not impressed with Anna. Um, oh, no. She was okay. but it Did was she like, sing Love is an Open Door and Bomb? She, uh, no, it, it didn't bomb. It was just like, hmm, are you the backup or something like that? Oh. Like She oh, wow. might have. Yeah. Could've, and she didn't look been. like Anna either. I don't know. So I, I was confused. It was confusing. Like <laughs> and and uh, she didn't. She didn't. She just didn't look like Anna. But yeah, my daughter was was not impressed. But it, overall, it was great. They, I mean, they have like a cast member come and push Olaf, who's you know sitting on a thing, and they like roll him around the restaurant, and and then they have the little guy from the sauna room, the YooHoo, blowout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that guy, he comes what is around, that guy's and name? I don't know, I can't, yeah. I can't remember. But it's fun. It's it's fun <laughs> theming. I mean, it it kept my kids' attention. You know during during the meal and it's it's good family fun um oaken 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 wandering wow. oaken did you google that or do you remember he googled no. it right no here, buddy. he did not right he googled that. you're so full of it all right so okay so that was arendelle that was your yes, first night where did you go the next rotation and what was that restaurant the next one was 1923 this is kind of more of your what you think of just traditional classic dining room and a little bit more upscale there's not you know a any singing or dancing or anything like that. But so they've got two sides. They have Roy Disney and they have Walt Disney and we're on the Walt Disney side. There's not a big difference between the two of them. It's just kind of to gear people to certain, you know, sides. It's like of their... main dining room one and main exactly. dining room two. Just on like other that. Ships. So, mm. but all I love the, there's artwork, there's window cases of every window case has like is a theme to a different, you know, Disney movie and it's got original sketch work and it's got figurines and and themed just to animation, I guess. I think in the pictures, these look beautiful. It's very pretty. This is the one space on The Wish where I feel like they continued the old, what's the word, the Art Nouveau or, you know, mm -hmm. vibe from like the 1920s, like into yeah. the ship. Because otherwise that like dark woods and the greens and, the, you know, the golds don't mm -hmm. exist on The Wish. Yeah, it. I I really loved it. That was honestly probably my second. If I were to rank all three restaurants, that would be my second one. I thought it was beautiful. I I I could sit there and stare at all of the decor the whole night and be just fine. Um, and then our last one was World of Marvel. And like I said, this was the one that surprised me the most. I thought I was gonna hate it. I thought I was gonna feel overstimulated and overcrowded. And they the theming of it and kind of the the immersiveness and the interaction that they keep within the entire show or dinner right um, my kids loved it and um they've they have like you know different 
movie screens and things like that around the the restaurant. They've got like Ant-Man and Wasp coming up and telling you certain things. So I really loved it. And they have this little like thing on the middle of the table where they tell you to push the power button and it powers up everything and all this stuff. And, and my kid, my kids loved it. So my kids were happy. I was happy. Now, what about Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique? So you can do that at Disney World. You can also do it on Disney Cruise Line. Did Charlie get to go? And what night did you choose to do it if you did? So we did this on our last full day because, again, that was our only day, full day at sea. Sea day. Perfect. Yep. So I did it at like 3 p.m. And it was a total surprise to her. I kept it a secret. Even better. Right up Charlie's alley. How do you keep those things secret? Because I seriously want to tell my kids every time I have something that's a surprise. Well, you know what? You know what I've learned, John? If I do tell them, I never stop hearing about it. Oh, when are we doing okay. this? When are we doing this? And so it it, it has trained fair. me to not tell them ahead of time. So I had never done Bippity Boppity anywhere else. My daughter's at the perfect age for it. And I loved it. Uh, so we, you walk in and they're immediately, you know, greeted by whoever their like personal stylist is. And then you're, they're taken into a room where they get to choose which princess dress that they want to have or be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've got Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Anna, Elsa, you name it. They probably had about 10 to 12 different options. This isn't and a prearranged, like they can pick on the spot. Is they that can correct? pick on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did tell Charlie, I was like, you need to look at all of the dresses before you make an informed decision. She already had her eyes and her heart set on Elsa before we walked in. She ended up being Elsa and that's fine. (laughs) Um, But so they get to change into the dress and then they take them into like a little boutique area. They sit in a salon chair. She got to choose her hair, how she wanted her hair done. She got these blue and pink hair extensions to match Elsa's dress. She got to get her makeup done, nails done. My daughter was living in her dream world. You would say you would say worth the price. A hundred percent worth the price. Now it's yeah. a hefty price, and there's different packages that you can choose from. The one that we did was the the most expensive one. Uh, Tanner, I hope you're not <laughs> listening, but that's what I did. It's 199 dollars. <laughs> but listen to everything that you get to do. It's the experience. They also get to keep the dress, mm-hmm. which my daughter loves. Wait, other ones dress. you don't get to keep the dress. I don't know. There, I, I don't know. There's some I think that don't other, include the dress and you can bring your own dress. You can bring, you can bring your, own, your okay. own dress and okay. they just make you over. Or they have like a sleepover bag one that's a, you can just take it home or take it back to your room. Mm. But this one includes includes the dress. They get to keep it. They get two accessories with it. They get their hair, their nails, their makeup done. And then she also got, you know, like the... Uh, it's kind of like a kid's lounge fly, um, mm-hmm. but it says Bippity-Boppity Boutique on it. It's pink and sparkly. So she got like a little Mickey backpack That's that says Bippity-Boppity on it. And then she gets to keep all that stuff. Honestly, and she in felt the like a princess of, for the night. Yeah. I mean, you could easily spend $200 on an excursion that your kid will never remember. You mm-hmm. know, I think this is not a terrible deal. No, the I, amount of I honestly didn't get. think so either. And I'm, I'll be the first to say that costs too much money. We are the first family to say that, but I was very pleased with the experience and and my daughter how long in total were you there for 45 minutes okay so it's not overly long no no i thought it was a perfect amount of time and and moms or you know dads they do they do boys as well i don't think it's nearly as popular but they can do princes princes and pirates yeah princes and Mm -hmm. like uh, pirates on pirate night and and like captain mickey you can be captain mickey if you want yeah 
This is fun. this is fun and all, but let's talk the beverages that you had on board. <laughs> oh gosh, ah. this is where you're going to get my classic. I had an espresso martini every oh, single. Oh, that's you know? right. So I know, and I'm very unadventurous when it comes to drinking, um, because I like what I like. But and I will say on Disney Cruise Line, I will be less likely to try something new because you are paying for every drink mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as opposed so, to a drink package somewhere else. As, a, or, as, a, right. as opposed to a drink package. They do, um, they do drinks of the day, which have a discounted price, which. Yes. Yeah. We've, we've had some hits and misses, but those yes. ones that are, are hits, just more overly misses. sweet. You double down yeah. on that. Right. They're so sweet. Yes. And uh-huh. I, I did. I did yeah. do that um, mm-hmm. because, though, I mean, that. That's a They're six dollar drinks, six dollar right? fifty you know cocktail when versus As to eleven it's half right. the price yeah for most mm-hmm. of them so mm-hmm. if I wanted to to get a drink then it would usually be the drink of the day I had some lime margarita or something like that one day well, that's and fun yeah it's it it's okay but I don't experiment a lot with my drinks so but they had a good they had a good you know espresso martini and and all that. Can I say one thing I like about the um, Disney Cruise Line when it comes to drinks is, well, one, I feel like there's a really good option of not overly sweet drinks. But I also feel like on Disney Cruise Line, I wish Royal would do this. And if they're ever going to listen to the podcast, hopefully listen to this moment right here. I wish they would do like the the classes where you pay like to go to a martini class or to go to a bourbon class and yeah. about the alcohol the alcohol or the process and try different things. Yeah. Opens up your palate to trying new things like you're talking about, Corinne. Excuse me, you go to one of these and all of a sudden you're like, Okay, I'm willing to try mm-hmm. three new drinks that I never would have tried before. Yeah. On our sailing, John, we were gonna do the bourbon tasting. Right, but then we found out the majority of our group was going to go do the martini tasting, which I which, would have never done if everybody exactly. else was right. Doing. Never, and I that opened my opened a whole new dimension for me on beverages. Oh, now you, now you're a big martini with like yeah. olives and all the yeah. juice and stuff. Oh, Brian, don't love that. <laughs> well, anywho, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it was. It, it did. It, it that was the the gateway <laughs> to trying something new. My goodness. So they okay. do yeah, they do great. have some of those tasting like wine tastings, bourbon tastings, right? You know, yeah, and all that. And I I will say those book up so fast. Mm-hmm. So if them. that's something yeah. that you want, oh my gosh, you, you got to do it at that. the mark. They at will the mark. hold back a couple spots, so if you miss it out on um ahead of time, you can always check the moment you get on board. Mm-hmm. And then there's always people who cancel those at the last minute, so you can always get like, like you know. We did. We did. Yeah. We did cancel ours the day before, and we went and we rescheduled for another one. So, all right. I want to hear about. I, I know we're talking about drinks. I want to go back to food because mm-hmm. I really like Cabanas. I think Cabanas is one of the best buffets at sea because mm-hmm. they have like the fresh seafood uh, bar at lunch, which I feel like you don't get on any other cruise line, like any other like mainline cruise line. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about Marceline Market versus Cabanas? So let me start by saying I didn't have lunch or dinner there. Okay. So dinner, so we were breakfast. always in rotational dining. And think about it, at lunch, I two of those days were not on Off the ship. The ship. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I th- oh, I think we had lunch at Marceline Market. No, I'm lying. Step back. We went to the Mickey Foods and Friends Festival. We went to that major- majority of the time. So I can come back to that. But Marsley Market, we were there for breakfast, um, I think three out of the four days. And, you know, it has, it's got your typical stuff. I liked the theming of it. We we did find, I felt like the seating was 
more limited, I guess. It was very hard to find a seat. On our first, you know, port day, we had to end up sitting outside. It was windy as all get out. And it was not the most enjoyable thing. But I mean, it. if you're going to eat breakfast, I would say go at like a non-peak time. We were there right at peak time for breakfast. Right. Um, food wise, I mean, it's it's got your good old, you know, I love a good Mickey waffle. I, I'm I'm pretty typical when it comes to what I eat for breakfast every every day. I eat the same thing every day. So I mean, good old eggs and and Mickey waffles is is where it's at. Yeah. Now talk about so on Disney Cruise Line, one of the things that's my favorite part is the shows. So each cruise line or each um, ship typically does different shows. So what about on the Wish? What did they have, and what did you so- enjoy? They have The Little Mermaid and they have Aladdin as well. I really enjoyed Aladdin. Little Mermaid was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't love their casting. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. It was okay. So they changed some of the music. I, I am a diehard when it comes to Disney originals. I don't want to hear the mix up. I don't want to hear the new version. <laughs> I want to hear... I want to hear the classic. So they they did change the music up a little bit. I mean, all in all, you're still looking at a wonderful production. So I can sit here and critique and all that kind of stuff. But it was it was a it was a decent show. Little Mermaid. or the vocalists. I know you're picky about that, as we learned with Elsa or Anna. Okay, can I be completely honest? Sure. That's what the, you're here the for. vocalists were the vocalists were were fine. Okay. I will say it was Prince Eric who did not do it oh, for no. me. He was a hundred percent. What does he sing? The other he team. Sing he wasn't singing. He wasn't singing. It was just him and his acting. And he was uh he he was he was fabulous and just he was not so, convincing that he was in love so with fabulous. Ariel. And he, Got it. Not at all. He and and the show was really great, honestly, and still until he started having lines <laughs> and Ouch. talking. I was like, Oh, this is not it. I was this is not it. I well, don't know. A lot of women have this strange um uh, Are we going crush, here? Crush on okay. a, a cartoon character named uh, Prince Eric. So I thought it was that Flynn Ryder. Oh, Flynn Ryder. Maybe you're right. Oh, it's. I was wondering if it was because uh, you had like, a crush yeah. on I love him. Flynn Ryder. Yeah. Okay, there it is. You're right, Sean. No. <laughs> I know it was one of them that like the girls are like. So I was wondering if that's why that was extra difficult for you. No, if it no, burst your it, fantasy. it was not that. And I have nothing against being fabulous at all but it just didn't fit it didn't it didn't fit That's fair. Um, so aladdin was was good i loved the the guy who played the genie he was so funny had a lot of comic relief funny jokes modern day jokes thrown in there um that was more for you know adults you know adult humor right. which i not inappropriate but it was funny i will say the spotlight show for me though was what's it called the disney sees the adventure and this was on our first day. This is and like because, the review show where they do a mix of everything? Kind of a mix of everything. Okay, and like sorry, Goofy, ahead. Goofy kind of leads it and he's like, you know, sailing, you know, us through all of the Disney stories. And they've got all of the classics come out and they do just a little snippet of like, mm-hmm. you know, the main song or whatever it is. And that was my favorite. I absolutely okay. loved that show. That cool. would be the one to see. In my opinion. And what about for Tucker? Didn't he's three? So did Tucker he, slept did through a lot of our shows? Homeboy was trying so hard to make it through. <laughs> did you have early dinner? Had, so late show? Is that we what had it was? Early dinner. We did yeah. late show, but he was so good. He he'd stay up for some of it, and, but yeah, he, he he was asleep in the chair most mm. of the time. Three. So. That's hard. That's it hard. Was hard but he did so good. He he did good. So, but Charlie loved it. 
Yeah. Charlie was awake the whole time. She loved it all. Yeah. It was a wonderful trip. I'm ready to go back. I, I do yeah. have one more thing I really want to hear about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What is it? I mean, I could go on and on and on about all the things I want to hear about because I really love the Disney Cruise Line ships. Yeah. Um, did y'all do um the Aquamouse? <gasps> yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. We That's did on the Aquamouse. Aqueduct. So I'm curious how um the Aquamouse was. And I have never done aqueduct, so I've got nothing to compare it to. But there are two slides that are on the pool deck, and one is the Slidosaurus. I'm going to get the name wrong. Uh, like Slidosaurus Rex slide, and this okay. is for has a little bit of a lower height requirement. I think it was 32 inches, maybe. So our full family of four could go. My three year old was able to go on it, um, and that was fun. It's a good old water slide. But then my husband and Charlie went on the Aquamouse, loved it. Yeah. They came back, and I was like, Charlie, you got to go again. You have to go with me. I have to ride it. <laughs> so we did that, and I loved it. It's so fun, you know the like the tunnel that you start going up, it's got cartoons on the side mm -hmm. of the tunnel. Yeah. And the little screens and I just, it's a good old, that's a good old family fun right good, there. Good. Yeah. No, it looks like a lot of fun. I think it's supposed to be longer than the aqueduct as well. Like the length of the ride mm -hmm. and Sean and I did it. Oh gosh, Sean, that mm -hmm. was the you night busted your butt dude. that I slipped on a wet pool deck and like oh, slammed no. onto the ground. And then like, you know, you pop you right up, up right away. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay because everybody and their mom is looking at you and you're like, oh no. Did he just die? Did I did we not. just experience a death And then we the went ship. and wrote it again. We did it. We did it during the pirate show, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, you oh, do, well, when, do when fine. other people are entertained yeah. by something else. That's exactly what was happening. Everybody we like, else was doing the pirate show. Well, we walked four up times. With, three or four times, rode the aqueduct and had no weight. It was phenomenal. Oh, that's an insider that's, tip. Unless you really want to watch the pirate show, it. which I'd recommend too. So, <laughs> so I love okay. that. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of any other big things we needed to cover. I mean, it's Slider Source Rex. I'm guessing that's just like the Mickey slide on the other ones on the other yeah, ships. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it was like the fun slide one. from the Grand Lobby into the kids zone. Right? Oh, that's so that's cool. a big so wish that, thing. Okay, into so just the, so you know, we have made a switch from water slides to a dry slide. A dry slide. There's not, a, there's not the a water slide inside. Important. But note. I love this this little tidbit that leads into the kids club. So on deck three. Uh, in the grand hall, there's actually a kids club check-in. So there, you know, at the time, all throughout the day, there will be a cast member standing there at a table and you can actually check in your kids from the kids club from deck three. And then the kids get to slide down a little dry slide to deck two, which is where the kids club is. And I love that. I think it's so convenient, especially the nights that we were eating at 1923. It's literally right outside the restaurant. So our kids were driving okay. us hella crazy through dinner. They were <laughs> finished eating and we were like, I was like, please, let's just bring the kids club. There's right there. And so my husband left the restaurant, brought the kids to kids club and we enjoyed our dessert in peace. And I thought it's very convenient, Yeah, but love the dry slide. They will only allow adults to go down the dry slide during like the, the open, open house. house time, the open house times. Other than that, sense. It, is, it is for kids. Mm -hmm. John doesn't like that. No way, man. That looks like so much fun. <laughs> when we were when we did the tour of the um, what is it, the townhouse on the icon of the seas, the mm -hmm. ultimate family townhouse. I of course did the slide. I think I was the yeah. only person in our group that did it. But I was wearing a dress. I would have done it otherwise. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, seriously, if there's a slide, I'm gonna try it. You're gonna go down it. Yeah. For real. It was, 
yeah, it was it was it was really fun. I I love the the kids club first. Yeah, off. tell us about the um, theme because they've updated a little bit from the the past um, Oceaneers. Mm -hmm. It it was wonderful. I also have to start off by saying, as soon as you check your kids in, they are sent to a hand washing station. But this is the most fun hand washing station I've ever seen in or my these life. Spinny things? Yeah, yeah, and you just put your hands in and it washes everything for you. And I was like, well, this is convenient. They need that for like all of the, you know, Marceline Market and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they wash their hands and unless you you've got younger kiddos, like three and four. So my son was in this group. They have more organized play. They've got cast members that are doing leading activities. The three and, and four-year-olds do. The three and four-year-olds. Everybody else, I think up to 12, right? I know this recently So changed. No, it's um, 11. Is 11 and, now? No, 11 and up now can go mm -hmm. to the preteen club. Yeah, that's and right. Okay. Five to 10 is the main adventure ocean and right so this this is, is where assistant. we were not um, adventure so ocean imagineers right no no i said adventure ocean that's that's not disney that's um royal what is oh, it so called oceaneers, oceaneer oceaneers, club yeah oceaneer club and lab you know, they're it. so similar in name i have to correct yeah. myself sometimes too so my daughter was in the she could have opted to go with her with the younger sibling um, okay. and do the more organized play but if she didn't want to do that so you know she that then it's more free play you know and they've got cast right, members right. everywhere so don't feel like you're like your kid is running around anywhere and they're not being watched they are but there's so many different areas to Oceaneers. I just loved. I would have spent my day there easily. I love it. There's a, there's fairy tale areas. They've got a themed like Beauty and the Beast room, a themed Tangled room, a themed uh, Frozen room. It's just small little nooks and crannies and they've got coloring and things like that. They have mm -hmm. an Imagineers lab, which is huge. All of these tables, the kids can even put on like little, you know, construction hats and like work vests and stuff like that. And they can do activities there. They have a Star Wars room. My kids were obsessed with it. They could push buttons and do all the things and pretend and play. And and then there's also like the Marvel room too. That's fun. Um, yeah. So, Good old fun. Real quick. Let's, let's break it down. Price mm -hmm. point for what? We don't need to talk about price, but for the price that you paid, do you think the value is there on DCL with kids? Yes, I do. And, and I think, I mean... The wish is the highest price at at this mm -hmm. point per night because it's it's the it is the you know the newest ship so it's going to be priced higher. I think DCL all in all, like I I may talk numbers, but I just quoted somebody the other day that was we we got them at twenty five hundred dollars on a four night sailing on the Magic party of and party of three or four party for three. Okay, okay, yep. yeah, the party for four was about at three. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. but I yeah. think on, honestly, I go on DCL for the ship. I don't care where mm -hmm. it goes. I don't. I agree. I mean, Castaway Key is great. It is, but you go on there for the theming of the ship and the customer service, the the level the level of immersiveness. That's why you're going on Disney Cruise Line. On Disney to Cruise me, Line. it's Fair to enough. me, it's not about the destination. It's about the ship, and I think you're going to get a good experience on Disney Cruise Line, no no matter where it's going mm -hmm. and where it's sailing. That's I think that's fair. Is. And the difference between DCL and some other brands are the other brands have a ton of ships. Mm -hmm. So even on our travel advisor side of things, we've got to like research the heck out of those to see like how old is this ship? When has it been mm -hmm. uh, renovated or gone, recently, gone into yeah. the, the yards and all that? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
that's not it's not like that with DCL. They've got five ships right now, a sixth on the way. What seven on the way? Maybe seven, six, and seven yeah. are on their way. The treasure. I'm so excited about the treasure. Right. The book that. So ah. we know the experience that our clients are going to get. We know the ships because they're easier to know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that on on our side, I think that does bode well for for Disney Cruise Line compared to some of the others. No, I think that's fair. I I think that they. I think this is what I'll say. I think that Disney does the best job of keeping up their ships. Mm-hmm in the industry. I don't think there's anybody else who's really better at it. And even the rooms, even though they haven't been like gutted and made look super modern or anything, when they did the magic, the wonder, the dream and the fantasy, they really leaned heavily into classic nautical theming that it still works. Oh, I now, love it. Yep. In 20 years, it will be interesting to see what the wish and the fantasy rooms feel like. And if they need a, because they definitely went more modern. Mm-hmm. in those rooms. So it'll be interesting to see if those need a refresh in 20 years. If they follow suit and, and go away from their current right. Well, that's what styling. I'm well, yeah, because but like the older ships, they just feel even though they're older rooms, they just feel classic. I don't know mm-hmm. that the newer rooms will feel classic in 20 years, if that makes True. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because it almost feels like you're on an old luxury liner when you're mm-hmm. in a Disney, you know, a Disney cruise cabin. Yeah. Yeah. Also got throw it out there to Disney. Round of applause for those split baths in like almost split every baths, state room right. with the ex- exception of a couple. Mm-hmm. I had and, the exception of the couple. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. No, no, no. And it's totally fine. But yeah, this is a good point kids. to bring up. I do have little kids. And this is something that I actually learned when we took them on Voyager a couple months ago. We were stuck with an interior room because we booked last minute. It was a spontaneous right. trip. And Oh, this is good for you. I do like you mentioned this to me. Go ahead. So the interior room bodes well for my family because my little son wakes up at the butt crack of dawn. He does at the the slightest inkling of sunlight or lighting change in the room. He's up and goes from zero to a hundred. (laughs) So in an interior room, we have no windows. And normally I'm a balcony girl. I need, a, I want a balcony. I love a balcony. Or some sunlight. But when I'm sailing with my kids, we are no, able to sleep until good. eight o'clock and yeah. it's unheard mm-hmm. of in my house. So we were in an interior room. I booked an interior room on Disney Wish on purpose for that reason. And so we could sleep in a little bit and we did have a, just a single, a single know, bathroom. Most rooms and the way you can tell is the room will be labeled as deluxe. Right. And most, you I think split bath means split bath and all mm-hmm. of the balconies are labeled as deluxe. I don't think there's a yeah. single one that's not. No, I don't think so. And it's in and split bath means shower and sink in one section and a sink and toilet a toilet and sink in another. So there's two separate it is very convenient for very convenient. Parties of two, honestly. I mean it it, it works really well. No, it, it works yeah. great though like if you've got like teenage girls or mm-hmm. yeah. It's amazing. So yeah. Well, on that note, it sounds like you guys had a really good time on the wish. I am I, I really we I've been wrestling with um our fall break plans and we finally bit the bullet <laughs> and we booked uh Royal Caribbean's Wonder of the Seas only because like our friends wanted to do the longer sailing out of right. uh, Port Canaveral. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. I will do Wonder of the Seas for fall break. But now I'm looking at like early next year. I'm like, oh, should I do book the treasure at some point? Can can I say one more thing? Yeah. We all know Disney just brought back dining. I think 
and I actually just priced this out for some people yesterday, a trip to Walt Disney World in a moderate to low-level deluxe to include dining is going to price very similar to DCL at this oh, point yeah. in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it does price high, but you have to factor in that food is included. Right. Yes. And that even that's even room service. Like if you if a meal doesn't work out for you in a time frame, you can order food to your room and that is included. So there are some massive upsides to cruising, obviously, but when you're pricing out world versus cruise, keep that in mind. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm also gonna throw this out there. I've priced out and sold a lot of Disney Cruise Line and a lot of Royal Caribbean. And the price gap, honestly, at this point, is not that crazy anymore. In fact, That's, many yeah. times, depending on the ship, Royal can be more expensive. Yeah. So something to consider. On that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, we would really greatly, wholeheartedly appreciate a like and subscribe and a five-star review wherever you find your podcast. It'll help other people just like you find the show. Additionally, if you'd like to connect with us and let us know your thoughts on the Disney Wish or any other topic that we've discussed here on the podcast, you can do a search on Facebook for the Wary Realm Podcast and you can uh, connect with our community there and let us know. Lastly, we will talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye.